via diary. Even though people refer to me as Mother Earth or Mother Nature, I've never really seen myself as a motherly figure. I assume people would call me that because I provide all the natural resources they need to live. The truth is, I've always thought about it like I am coexisting with natural resources, and I wish people thought the same. Love Earth. Hi everyone, this is Dear Diary, Love Earth, and today's episode is going to be all about our natural resources. My name is Natalie Tasca, and with my partner Christiana Matthews, we are going to talk about the natural resources. That's right. Okay, I'm going to start saying a few quick things. First of all, natural resources exist without any actions of humankind, so that should tell us a lot about that. And about us too. They also have different classifications. And I know that a lot of us were taught in school that there were only renewable and non-renewable natural resources, but it turns out there's a lot of other different classifications. One of them are abiotic and biotic natural resources. The difference between those two is that biotic resources are obtained from the biosphere. They they're also like live in inorganic material, for example, forests and animals, and materials can be obtained from them. And now, the abiotic factors are resources that come from non-living and non-organic material. Some examples of abiotic resources include land, freshwater, air, elements, etc. And then we have the other classification, which is renewable and non-renewable resources. I think most of us know what these resources are, but basically renewable resources are resources that that like we can't run out of them. We have we have the ability to make more of these resources and the non-renewable resources are exactly the opposite. And if we run out of them and that's it, we can we can't do anything about this, they're over, they're gone. Yeah. Natalie, would you like to tell us about the extraction of these natural resources? The extraction of natural resources, it's basically the extraction of any, of any resource like oil, gravel, natural gases, or other natural materials that are obtained by an excavation or other methods. And these methods are not good because many companies don't imply the necessary uh, procedures to uh, extract these natural resources. They extract it in a massive way, in massive quantities, without the necessary methods and the moderate. And they, I, have, they, I have a thing to say, I'm sorry. But something that we should note about renewable resources is that in order for them to be renewed, we have something to renew them of course uh, yeah and so i think that these companies if they're extracting renewable resources then i don't think they they bother to do something to renew them or to help the environment renew them right yes they usually write in their websites or pages uh, that they use the moderate uh, methods, but it's not true. We can see here in Nicaragua many countries that are are not using the right methods. Of course, and they're lying. Of course, but some of them take care of the natural resources, but you know why they don't 
using methods, the right methods to the extraction because they care more about the monetary value of the resources and the selfishness of just yeah. having money. Actually, that I don't think that that was for the decision because if they're getting a lot of money resources in, they would want to make sure that there's more of those so that they can get more mm-hmm. money. So it actually benefits them to renew them or to do something about it, but they don't. And that's the weird thing for me. Yes, I think that also the extraction has a impact on the environment. Of course. Uh, as a result of soil degradation, water shortages, biodiversity loss, and also damages the ecosystem and some of the uh, natural habitats of some animals because many of them are located in uh, faraway areas where many flora and fauna are located. Also, as I said before, these resources exist without any action of humankind. They, they exist naturally. We, we didn't create them. So these are all processes that the environment does by itself, and by extracting those resources, we are disrupt that peace and balance the environment has. So, for example, trees are renewable resources. We we can replant them. So something that a lot of companies are implementing right now because of climate change and how everything is escalating quickly. They're motivated to do something to stop the earth from dying. So what they do is that they cut they cut the trees and then they replant them. So I think that's something everyone can do. Yes, there are many ways um you can renew the natural resources from the natural extractions. Yeah. And maybe those companies should consider not extracting them in very massive quantities because the bigger the quantity you extract and then the bigger the impact it has on the environment and the harder it is for the environment to replace those resources. So if they consider extracting them on smaller amounts, then it can be useful for the environment and maybe for us to renew them. I agree with you. It's very important to have consciousness and awareness of what action can cause a reaction to the environment. Of course. Okay, Okay, Nelly, why don't you tell us about how these extractions take place and what they do? Well, extraction refers to the activities that involve withdrawing materials from the natural environment. Logging is one example of a resource extraction. If not done in a sustainable manner, logging extracts trees and their removal causes other changes that can result in soil and nutrient removal from a locked area. The most common natural extraction is oil, gold, and I think the other one is petroleum. Oh. oh, yes, true. Usually, they the most uh, the country that has it more um, petroleum was Venezuela, but they oh. have been extracting in massive ways. We all know massive and I think we are starting to lose these natural resources that they were so powerful because I know, also, right? one of the most countries that has these very extensive quantities and now uh, the country is getting like less than it had like in five years ago. Venezuela is literally in the middle of a crisis because of this. I, I think it's a great example to talk about how their massive extraction of natural resources made them end up in this horrible crisis. 
like, okay, so the ones that don't know what would happen is that when Towers was president, he literally, he made all of the economy depend on the oil extraction of the country because, as you said, Venezuela had a lot of petroleum. Yes. And, and it was a bad decision because an economy shouldn't be depending on one thing. It depends on a lot of things, like trading and maybe extracting other things, but not entirely petroleum. And now, and now they're in a horrible situation because of this. It just didn't work. I can say uh, three categories in which um, natural resources are extracted. So it's the surface extraction areas where they gravel pit, surface mine, and expose oil to soil under their nails, and they are subjected to the wine and water brushing. There's also the processing facilities that it's sorting, washing, and processing or storage extracted waste uh, of short clearing areas, which is, uh, these operations are run to the risk of releasing soil or related material to the offshore waters, thereby causing coastal pollution and marine fisheries where it habitat the pollution. So it also like natural resources not also like affect the environment but also um, affects the bodies of water. Like, you know, they might say these um these oil has these mercurium or these I don't know, these certain elements and they just throw it away or they mix it and it didn't become right as they wanted. And they also throw it away like it's just a waste. It's just a waste of natural resources. Right. Also, water is also a good example to discuss about the natural resources because water is so polluted that fish, that some fish are literally infected with mercury. They have a lot of mercury if you eat that. That's dangerous because it's a chemical that's going into your body. Also, something we should do about it because it's a renewable resource. In order for it to be renewable, we have to make sure that the waters are not polluted so that they're drinkable, you know? Yes. Now, I'm going to talk about the depletion of natural resources, which has been a major focus of governments and organizations nowadays. It's also consider a sustainable development issue which I think it means that if we continue to extract these natural resources then we won't be able to live a sustainable life. Of course. Yeah, it's, it's just shocking. Also, one good thing about this is that the UN is trying to take action and of course there are, there's a lot of other countries that want to take action about this because they're signing treaties and they're trying to ban things that would be harmful for the environment. Also, the depression of natural resources also degrades current environments and it, it will obviously have an impact on future generations. Right. So, as I said before, it's kind of disrupting the balance there is in the environment, which is very bad. This is also due to a social inequity because a lot of the biodiversity is located in developing countries, which is a little ironic, but it makes sense. We have a lot of biodiversity here in Nicaragua. There's a lot of species that are unique to this country. In the other yes. developing country, as well as a lot of countries in Africa, they have species that are native to them, and they're still developing. This also a consequence a consequence of the depression of natural resources is the loss of ecosystems, 
which is also very saddening because you're not on the loose and like the species just losing an entire area, just an entire habitat to a lot of species. It is also concerning for rainforests that also hold a large amount of biodiversity and a large amount of natural resources like trees and water. I don't know if you knew this, but deforestation affects 8.5% of the world's forests, and that is other than the fact that 30% of Earth's is already cropped because of all the deforestation. That's it. I think that's a increased impact because most of the world has been damaged because of our selfishness and our incurrent actions that yeah. we have made. That's also and excluding the fact that another 30% of Earth's surface is cropped. That's the impact that deforestation has. It's really sad how you you try to carry your country, your little area, your environment, and see in the other places, in other countries, people do not care about this situation, and they might seem not very important as other issues, but the environmental issues matter too, you know? That's right. Yeah. This is, it has multiple causes, but at the end, they all come back to the extraction, the extraction of natural resources, because a lot of this is caused by mining and the extraction of petroleum and fishing, which all counts as the extraction of natural resources. And the, the worst thing is that these are non-renewable resources. We can't do anything with them. And we run out of them. So imagine living in a world without petroleum. Walk or bikes or... There's no gasoline for cars. No, but... There are new cars that don't need petroleum. They need like charges. They are made of like some batteries. You, there are stations. Right. I don't know if you have seen. I I think it's Tesla. Tesla doesn't need petroleum. I don't. I don't, I don't remember. But I think um it's one of the cars that charges. Well, technology is always a bad, which is both a good and a bad thing. Oh, and some of them might um. Uh, recharge from solar energy, you know, that might be like a good for um, the environment, but yeah. still the the pollution they cause might have an impact too. Yeah. The, there's also uh, the depression of natural resources is also caused by other factors such as population growth, uh, the economy, society, politics, technology, and also agriculture. Because nowadays, agriculture is based on using a lot of chemicals and fertilizers to grow crops, which is kind of ironic because all times I think people didn't grow, people didn't grow goods and people didn't farm with with, with fertilizers. They grew all fruits and vegetables naturally. So I think it would be good if we could go back to that. It would be nice that we can go uh, to the past and value things and value the natural resources and yeah. teaching the teaching people um uh, the situations that are going to come and how we must be careful about what every action we make in that environment. But I also think that for us to create a difference like something big has to happen. Has to motivate people to start caring about all of these problems. Because like it, it's not like something huge has happened. Like running out of fossil fuels, you know, because if that happens, then everyone will be freaking out and will be like, "Oh no, we have to take care of the environment." It's it's real. Ten years ago, people 
scientists were not kidding. They were right. We didn't listen to them. That's our fault. So now to end this episode, we're just going to answer a few questions. Number one. How do we currently manage our resources? Well, I think we currently manage our natural resources for a benefit of all. We don't manage the quantities we extract. We do not use measures and procedures for the extraction that they need to be used for the right quantities. Right. By doing this, we are starting to have less resources and starting to worry about the future. As we can see in example of Venezuela, they're worrying about what's going to happen in the future with the petroleum. We just focus on monetary benefits and we don't care if there's going to be enough for the next generation. Right. Uh, they also don't do anything to, to try to renew those resources. Yes. And, they're, and they're making it harder for the environment to renew them by extracting massive quantities. So, in conclusion, we manage them very irresponsibly. Yes. Right? How do you think we should manage basically the opposite of what we just said? We should have consciousness about the natural resources. They are not forever. And if we start losing them too soon, we might end up with nothing. Understand that the resources on Earth are limited. Nothing is forever. Like, we are not forever. We are going to die. That's right. The population on Earth uh, so demand of, increase the demand of the natural resources. So we need to start, like, having consciousness. Uh, if we want the population to grow, we want to have a key. Right. We can afford it. Because of our population demands larger needs so we're gonna need more of those natural resources so i think we should think about future generations because i don't think they would want to inherit the world as it is right now and it's gonna be worse in the future of course so extracting smaller quantities of resources could help a lot and maybe not do it as frequently as well as trying to do something to make it easier for the environment to renew those so either cutting trees, they can replant as many trees as they cut, or the double of the trees that they, they cut. Uh, I think that uh, the proper management will might fulfill the needs we have, the, the needs we have right now for the current generation to have um, natural resources too. I think with quitable distribution, we can still make a difference. It's not... Like, we're just gonna get all the natural resources for us. I think that, uh, a selfish action humans do. And what do you think we could do to manage the, the resources the way we want to manage them? As we said, we need to, um, reduce the quantities. We extract the natural resources and basically just the, pro- the proper management of resources. This will ensure equitable distribution for all and there's not going to be any waste of them and there's going to be like a long term perspective for other generations. And this might damage the environment of course because this the extraction of natural resources natural resources damage the environment but it might damage it less than it's already doing. It, it all depends on of us, and we should start taking action. Right. I think that governments should do something, because nowadays there there's a lot of politicians that are making their campaigns all about climate change, and I, I think that that's really good. I think that could help us, because nowadays there's a lot of young people like us that care about the environment. So yeah, I think that with 
government regulations and pairing up with love-led organizations, we can make a change. That also depends on us, specifically, because we have to elect the right leaders. We have to elect the people that we think care the most about it and that they will actually do something about it. I agree. The last question, very interesting one. How long do you think the resources will last before they collapse? From my point of view, uh, the maximum I could give it is 10 years. There has been okay. so many documentaries about how the world is going to end in like 4 or 5 years. And still, we are here. But there is a countdown in New York that says how many years we're going to last. I saw it. I think it was it was a countdown for 7 years, I think. Yes. So if we didn't do anything, that things would be, things would be worse right now. Yes, I think they created that to uh, make uh, consciousness and awareness to the situation, and many yep. people don't care, and it's like they didn't care about the planet they live, you know, as selfish human they are. But also, you you can say, what should I do to make a better impact in the world? Like, how do I stop the pollution, the global warming, by reducing what by doing small actions here and to stop using petroleum or start, uh, stop using other stuff. Just by reducing the plastic or by using the proper waste disposal or by just taking short showers you're making the difference and stopping the, the end of the world. That's right. Uh, I do agree with you. I don't think they're going to last a lot of time either because let's look at the current situation of the air is the water is the trees are being cut mining is a strong industry a lot of countries are making large extractions of petroleum the fossil fuels are also being taken advantage of so if we continue this way the resources are not going to last a lot i don't think that we're going to have some non-renewable resources in the future they continue to we can't do anything if we run out of those. It's over. So it's very sad that they won't last a lot if we continue like this. And yeah, that's why we have to do something about it. Yes. Yeah. So that was the end of this episode. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it.